Hey, it's Nick here. And uh, Katie, how are you doing? <laughs> that is the million dollar question. I'm I'm okay, I think is the best thing I can say at the moment. Well, that's good. That's a good starting base. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so re- real quickly, before we get into the show proper, um, we need to address the lawsuit against Blizzard. Mm. Um, it's it, it, Technically, it's outside the scope of our show, but then again... Efrasiavi was like on the like the creative director, and so he influenced the lore directly, and so it's kind of not outside the scope of our show. So it feels I mean, kind of a lot of wrong. it was like the Warcraft team, is what I understood. Is that this was also very true? Was also mostly directed at the team, team two, I should say, which is the Warcraft team, not team five. I think team five is Hearthstone. Um, there's a lot of different yes. um, teams out there, and I think as far as I understood, this lawsuit was more directed at a lot of people from team two um not necessarily everyone that's still there in team two but a lot of people that originated from there well i got the impression that team two had the i guess the 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 most notable offenders i guess would be the way to put Mm -hmm. i don't i mean at least at least as far as the incidents listed but it didn't seem like they weren't singling out team two in the lawsuit is you know i mean they didn't mention them like but it's not like you know like oh okay well i I work on heroes of the storm i'm okay like no right well and don't forget like a lot of those i don't want to call them the old guard because there are a lot of really good people there that have that were old guard people that have been there for a really long time um that i would i don't want to say i assume that they weren't offenders but there were a lot of them that as far as we know they weren't uh so i don't want to be like ah it's yeah it's all of the people that were old guards but a lot of the people that were offenders moved around as well and moved around to different teams so it wasn't like purely warcraft but a lot of them had originated or spent a good chunk of their time there is from what i understand anyway speaking to some people i know that were there for a long time or uh, things such as that Uh, but i don't pretend to be the reigning expert since i have never actually been there myself so and that's and that's the problem is none of us are uh, the the reigning expert as it were and the people that were there for the most part are still not publicly naming names. I know that there are people participating in the lawsuit who have given information to mm-hmm. investigators and whatnot. Um, and so they're participating in that way, which I suppose is the like right way, the proper way, I guess, you know, they're using the right. uh, appropriate legal channels, but. Well, um, so and I, I don't want to like, it's hard for me to say things because it's like, I don't want to ever sound like I've, had it it's nearly as bad as a lot of these poor people have i don't want to say like specifically women because i know that there are people of all types of you know like genders or races like it's not just women that have suffered here it's a lot of different kinds of people um but like i I don't know like the the extent is a lot deeper uh, i think than at least i had considered um <laughs> I don't know. It's, this is just—it's very upsetting in a lot of different levels. Because uh, I guess I had hoped that it was a lot. It, it it had been getting better in the industry, anyways. Like it's how do I say? I know I think I've talked about this before, but like um, as a woman in the industry, you've definitely—I've heard from other women and people of color, minorities, um, just like you need to watch yourself right like they're like oh yeah it's it's dangerous you know you hear stories you you kind of learn coming in that it's not usually a very friendly place uh but a lot of that initially at least when i was told these things it was um 
good seven plus years ago and even at that like yeah i've seen some of that i've i've witnessed some of that again very very limited fashion compared to a lot of these sort of things but uh i i think that it's getting better or i thought it had been but it really it can really depend on where you're at so i I just want i just want to clarify Are you talking about what you've heard about Blizzard or just what you've heard about the gaming industry in general? Uh, I would say the gaming industry in general, but I have spoken at length to a lot of ex-Blizzard people, and I knew that there were a lot of problems there. Um, I've heard a lot of bad things. like, um, So as a woman in the gaming industry, uh, at least at, you know, five plus years ago, you couldn't go to like GDC Without other women, that was really dangerous. Uh, you couldn't go, especially if you were a younger woman. Uh, they like all the women there would be like, "Watch your drinks. Make sure your drinks are always covered. Um, don't go off with people you don't know." Like, they, and we're like, I'm, I'm talking like serious things here. Like, p- women would disappear. Um, like bad things would happen. And I know that some people I know at Blizzard have said similar things. They're like, "Yeah, some of the male employees would get extra handsy. They would." make you feel really uncomfortable you have to be really careful because if you deny things like not deny things but if you say like oh i don't want you to do that or you you speak not i don't want to say you speak too loudly but a lot of you have to be really careful because if you're young and new in the industry a lot of things you can do can lead to career suicide um like it's just it's really scary right because like if you're brand new say you're you just got onto team two you are a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed 22-year-old, uh, and your supervisor is like, hey, you want to come drinking with us? And you're like, well, I don't I don't really want to, but maybe I should. You know, I need to, like, kind of kiss up to the supervisor a little bit. You know, I don't want to seem uncool. Because if you do, then a lot of times they'll kind of be like, oh, you won't get promoted. Or There's a lot of terrible things that happen. Um, I think it happens in the entertainment industry, too. Like, I'm sure it happens everywhere. Uh, I just know... Gaming is still trying to sweep out some of that awfulness, if you will. And it's gotten a lot better. I think it's gotten better at smaller studios. The ones that I've seen have been a lot better. Um, I think it's definitely gotten better from, like, you know, the early 2000s. It was terrible then from what I've heard. Um, That kind of stuff. But even now, there is still some of that. Like, when I see younger women uh, at conferences or whatever, like, you kind of always try and walk in a group with them. You're like, okay, you know, like, here's the wisdom. Here's the tea. Make sure you're careful about your drinks. Make sure you don't walk off with people you don't know. Like you still have to tell them these things. Um, I, I tell younger women this and I'm sure um, I, I don't see a ton of people cause I haven't gotten to a ton of these mixers while in the industry, if I'm being honest, but uh, you know, just, just anyone you really like, you have to watch yourself. You have to be careful because anyone could be a victim. Um, I don't know. I feel really bad. Like, I feel like I'm derailing our conversation here, but I hate to say that these are things that you just either learn or someone has to tell you because initially you want to just believe everyone is a good person. And that's not always the case, but the the Blizzard allegations, unfortunately, are far deeper and worse than I thought that they were. Um, and as I said, I'd talked to some ex-Blizzard people. And after this, I talked to them again and they had revealed things that had happened there and um one of them was there like in the really early days of world warcraft and she was like oh yeah no i had all these terrible things happen to me like 
Not to the extent that some of these are, but she's like, I didn't even know I could go to HR about these things. And, you know, it, it just kind of shows that there's a much larger problem that we need to deal with that I think is slowly being dealt with, but not fast enough, unfortunately. So, <laughs> I, I guess... I didn't no, mean no, to no, rant, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, that's... No, I mean, I, you know, please speak your piece here. Um I guess I, I just for the record, like we condemn the allegations, yes. we condemn, uh, you know, Blizzard involvement in them. Um, you know, we demand justice for the victims. We believe the victims. We support the victims. Um, I'm, yeah. You know, and, and no one should know. have to feel unsafe in their work environment ever. No one should feel like they have to kiss up to a supervisor to keep their job. No one should be afraid of HR. You know, like a lot of these things that I'm hearing just make my blood boil. Like that's it's awful. It makes me really upset. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's sickening. Like there's eh, I guess I don't want to say like I, I do It's small trigger warning if you haven't read some of the stuff. But there was uh, a young lady that wound up her harassment was so bad that she wound up taking her own life on a business trip. Like that made me almost physically ill. Like that was just so horrible. I didn't know. I don't know. Like, it's just, that was so unfathomably bad. Like I just, like it's hard to even process that kind of stuff. And I'd never even heard about it. I don't know if they just did a really good job covering up or what happened, but just no one should ever have to be in that situation. That's just so disgustingly awful just feels like they really need to clean house because there are some truly horrible people there if they you know even if they didn't think that was okay clearly there weren't enough people that spoke up you know to stop those kind of behaviors which is well, even to kind of bring it to a, a to a lesser scale a little yes, bit sorry. I mean, <laughs> as, as far as far as the speaking up um I don't know if you've seen the video going around mm. from, I think it's BlizzCon 2010. Yep, I did. Yes. Uh, Frankly, every I think everybody in that video, with the exception of, uh, was it uh, Chris? I can't think of his last name. The art, uh, the, the Blizzard art director. Mm-hmm. Um, who, I guess who is still at Blizzard. Really, it's, I think it's a, it's just Brack at this. Well, I th- Chilton, I think Chilton might still be a Blizzard. But, but anybody who spoke during that answer, I think, should resign. Um, so it was interesting because um, Ghostcrawler was one of the people that spoke up about that video. Uh, he but was- he, he, did, he didn't speak during the question, though. So as we're talking here, um, Chris Metzen just tweeted out a little bit more uh, about his relationship with FRC Abi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll admit I've been skeptical. I do not trust any of the prior Blizzard leadership as far as even if you even if they didn't know they still allowed the culture to fester and they all have this on their hands and so it's interesting to watch everybody respond as far as how this is happening here Um, and 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 he put out a very eloquent statement earlier which you would expect from you know somebody of his is is is, caliber uh, exactly Uh, you know a wordsmith of his stature Mm mm-hmm uh, but then he answered some questions about his relationship with Alex Afrasiabi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of basically saying like, "I knew him. You know, I knew him as a work, you know, somebody I worked with, but not really beyond that." And then that may be true. Mm-hmm. That may be true. Um, I just know whenever I think of the old like BlizzCons, 
like back before BlizzCon got like loaded to the gills, you know, they would do the two WoW Q and A's. They would do one for like you know systems and the game itself, and then one just the lore one. And it was always. I shouldn't say it was always, but the ones I remember in particular were it was Metzen and, and Afraziabi just sitting up there, the two of them. And Metzen would always be like, I want to tell you every single thing that I can tell you. And he would look at he would look at Alex and then, uh, you know, and then you'd, you'd confer with him. And then usually, you know, Afraziabi would have to like, rein him in or maybe like, yeah, you can say that. Um, mm-hmm. Almost like he was his legal counsel in a way. <laughs> well, he's probably the lore counsel. He's like, OK, yes, you can you can say that or no, you can't say that. Yeah, that's gonna were, be a surprise there were times where it seemed like alex was like don't say that and then Metzen would go ahead and say something anyway yep, um, yep. And, and you could tell i mean that you know the joy of that was watching Metzen's like sheer passion for the game and the excitement for the the story and whatnot which was great mm-hmm. um but it gives it gave you the illusion or the impression that these guys had a very strong rapport that they were very we're very close, for lack of a better word. And uh, and again, I say this based entirely upon an interaction in a you know in a video that I've you know that would you, you know you'd see this like once a year. It's not like you know it's not like there were reports. There's you know like of any. To, it's not like there's any way to corroborate whether or not they were good friends or not. We have to take Chris's word hmm. for it here. Um, but it's it, especially the the stuff about his you know Afraziabi's actions is just so. I mean, I, 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 uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, what are what are your thoughts, having just read Chris's statements and whatnot? So, two things. As I said, I've I've talked to a lot of people that worked for Blizzard, and I talked to one of them about this specifically, and she said something that really kind of made me think about it. One of the things she said is that, and this can be true, people can be very two faced. Um, where they can be fantastic coworkers, like they just seem wonderful and awesome, and then it's like a sw- a switch is flipped and they kind of turn into a different person. So when Chris talks about like, yeah, like he seemed like a great person, like it's very possible that you know Alex was a good coworker. Like you know they had a great time talking to the lore when they're sitting up there on the panel together. Like they were having a great time. Like this is what we do for a job. We're really enjoying you know, talking about the things we go into a meeting room very passionate about and we can, you know, hash it out. Like, whether or not Chris and Alex spent a lot of time outside of work together, I don't know. And I don't know if he ever saw that side of Alex. It's it's very... It can be really hard to sometimes see a side of people that they either try and hide or that, you know, you just don't hang out with like one thing I, I i've heard about metzen at least is that he would always get so nervous for blizzcon like he's from what i understand and this is a little bit of me like extrapolating from what i've heard but he was never like a huge party people person so a lot of the places where from what i understand a lot of the harassment that happened with alex would be at parties and it's very possible Chris just wasn't there for those. It's possible he was. I don't know. Um, just from what I've heard is that he uh, didn't. It didn't sound like he enjoyed that kind of atmosphere. So he might have not been around for that. Um, he also in his tweets was talking about how he's like, yeah, he'd heard that Alex could be hard on his teams. But the other grain that I understand is happening is a lot of people didn't speak up about the type of abuse that was happening there were a lot of different kinds there was verbal there was physical there was mental like you name it it sounds like there was a lot of different kinds and this isn't just on alex's shoulders this is on a lot of different people's shoulders 
Um, you know, it, it's 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 easy to make a martyr of one person or like make them the sacrificial cow, which is kind of what we're doing with Alex. But this is one of those things where I'm like, we need to remember that it goes a lot farther than that. Uh, even though Chris was like, yeah, I didn't really know what was happening. Like, if his eyes weren't super open, if he wasn't really in tune with a lot of his female coworkers or people that were um, suffering from various, I don't want. I guess I'll call them injustices for a lack of back better wording, because uh, there's a lot of different things that were happening. Um, you know, he might not have actually seen them. Like he might have been in the same room they were happening, but if he wasn't tuned into what was actually going on, it can be easy to miss those cues for people that don't know what they're looking for. I guess if that makes sense. Like, it's definitely I've been in the room. So like, when I I had a, a point at which I was super uncomfortable i had a guy making very inappropriate work comments about my body and the hr gal was sitting right next to them and they were both laughing because they thought it was funny and they both had had some to drink to be fair right like they can people can be in the same room and if they're not keying in that it's making you uncomfortable they won't notice that it's bad like they or like you know it also depends on um i'd say it depends on like where they are in their life like their backgrounds like well, how how could it be making you uncomfortable? It's just a joke. It's you know we're all we're, right. it's, a, it's a light mood here. You know it's right. not right. Yeah, well, like it's like we were talking about before um, we got cut off. That was my fault. But the BlizzCon 2010 video where they're talking about um, some woman had brought up, "Hey, can we not have all the females in World of Warcraft look like they walked out of Victoria Victoria's Secret magazine?" And they immediately shoot back on the paddle. Well, what kind of magazine would you like them to walk out of? And you could see the look on this poor woman's face, and she's very upset. She's like, this yes. is not what I wanted. I wanted you to actually take me seriously, and you just made fun of me in front of a bunch of people. And they on the panel, so um, I was trying to talk about Ghostcrawler. Ghostcrawler had brought up a point where it's like, it's really, really hard to see people um, when they're under at that table. And a lot of times, anything they say can and will be used against them, that kind of stuff. But he went on to say, like, the way we reacted was totally wrong. You know, like we we thought we were being funny and he couldn't see her expression. So like there was some of that disconnect where they're like, if he can't see her very well and he doesn't realize how horribly uncomfortable he just made her like they thought they were being funny and she was being very serious. And right. that's one of those where it's like that video made my skin crawl watching it now. Like back then I would have been like, well, that's not really that funny, but OK, whatever. You know, like I'd be like mildly disgusted, but now it's it feels different. It hits really different, especially in the face of a lot of things that we've um, heard about recently. Well, there, there's two things there um, that Frasiabi does, uh, and, and the first is when he's like, "Could you imagine Sylvanas looking any other way?" And yes. the way he says it, it makes your skin crawl. And uh, yeah, I that was really upsetting because, like, uh. like, especially now, right when she's. I remember watching the Legion cinematic when she was in full armor regalia and I'm like, yeah. she looks so cool this way. And, you know, it's I don't want to like I don't want to take this and put too much of a lens on it. But like me and my female friends, we've talked about this, about Blizzard female characters before. It's like the only way they can write them is to kind of start out cool and then go crazy. Right. right. So it, it it's one of those where it's like that feels like that's the only female arc. And I, I don't want. 
this to be like, ah, yes, it's all the writing or it's all these handful of people that are destroying women. It's, it's not even that, but it's like, there have been points of time in Blizzard where you're like, I feel like you could have done more justice to this or that or whatever. Like, it feels like there weren't enough women co collaborating on this one point. Like, and I gotta be the first to say, like, chain keenies. Sure. Okay. I grew up in the 90s. I grew up in the early aughts. Like, I remember, like, the Laura Croft stupid video game articles where they're like, yeah, no, she's naked. And you're like, this is kind of weird, but okay. Like, I remember that time. And I, I don't want to be like, ah, oh, it's blatantly wrong to have chain keenies. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it's, it's okay if some people want that. Just don't make that, like, the only thing you can do, right? So I guess I, I know that there are people out there that are like, ah, the... Everyone's just trying to ruin our fun, right? And you're like, no, no, well, no. <laughs> no, but look look at even when she asked the question, before anybody on the panel oh. speaks, yeah. the crowd cheers and then boos and they boo louder. Yeah, I know. And and, and that I, I think that of out of all of this, and mm -hmm. I don't wanna I don't wanna minimize and say like, you know, like like this is the worst part. Like it's all all it's terrible. All but it's hard to look at this. And not try to reconcile a lot of the problems that we have with the player base because yeah. the, the, it, 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 and it, it's a feedback loop because who then are they hiring to keep working on the game, especially as the old guard keeps cycling out? It's people from the player base. And so, mm -hmm. you, you know, and, and again, I think this kind of speaks across all gaming, but Blizzard in particular here that that there is a very entrenched, you know, like, you know, entrenched attitude. And yes. that's what we're fighting against. That's and that's the problem because I mean the other part of this too is what was Bl you know Blizzard what they they just turned tw was it twenty five that they just celebrated thirty it was thirty uh, Blizzard right Blizzard just turned thirty Warcraft 30. just turned twenty five or yes 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 twenty okay so you know so thirty years ago what Metzen was nineteen when he was started working at Blizzard yeah uh, you know all, all these guys you know Morheim was in his twenties I think right like mm -hmm. they you know. You, you you think about a group of guys getting together and, and you know, it, you, I can't say I'm surprised by this outcome. I think that that's the most, I, I don't, I don't know if it, I, again, to say the most, like, this is all upsetting. Like there is no most upsetting, but it's just, just, but, but, but it's like, I don't think anybody, when we saw the news that we were like surprised, we were disheartened, we were disappointed, like, but. To say we're because we know like this is pervasive through the gaming industry and, and maybe we thought oh no like Blizzard you know even though there have been signs because you know we talk about the 2010 thing I remember the the Warlords of Draenor announcement when Metzen said we're going on a boys so trip boys trip yeah and, and that and, was upsetting and, and that and that and that was upsetting that you know they they had to turn around and and uh, you know we're like okay well, well uh, Agra is going to go too you know and but the other thing too right around the same time was when they had a. Uh, Oh, I, I had the guy's name and I lost. It. I want to say it was uh, uh, was it Shane DeBeery from the the StarCraft and Heroes teams, uh, and he got questioned in an interview about how all Blizzard women look mm -hmm. like uh, you know look, look like comic book characters and specifically like the spandex wearing you know the tight lycra oh, yeah. suit comic book characters and he he was caught off guard by that and it's. Maybe not to be right. No, who no. Um, I, I I feel like I'm, I'm going to impugn somebody here, but no. Uh, uh, again, I don't think it was Shane DeBerry. Never mind. Scratch that part. Um, but there was a Blizzard developer, and I can't think of his name. And it'll come. It'll probably come to me like later. But 
yeah, he, he got caught by that. And, and you could just tell looking at this, like there was, there was a blind spot in their culture. Yes. And all of this, everything that we've seen fits into that blind spot. And yes. the little things that I'm talking about, that interview, the the girl, the the boy strip comment, that's the visible stuff. That 2010 question, that's the visible stuff that tells you there is a deeper rot here. That's literally the tip of the iceberg. And now we're getting the full iceberg. So what I suspect happened, um because for I think a good amount of our our listeners uh, are familiar with like the '90s, early 2000s. I think a lot of us probably Dustin Browder. Dustin Browder was the name I think I was trying. Dustin it's either Dust, yeah, yeah. I think that's who it was. But either uh, either way, the, the, it could I could be wrong on that either way. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. You're good. Um, so as I kind of mentioned before, like I remember there was a very distinct bro culture back then, even right, like. You know, games are designed for guys like, you know, all the women are super busty and really thin waisted and like, like not to say that there weren't girls that did, that played games. There were there were quite a few, but we didn't fit in that little demographic. And so when a lot of these guys uh, got together to make Blizzard, I think that was an acceptable culture to have right to have like not to demean women like in a way that they 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 didn't think of it that way necessarily and I'm not trying to defend them but this is truly what I think happened is we got all these people together and they never really had to grow up they never had to develop a lot of those social skills because a lot of the talent started coming to them so it wasn't like oh suddenly I have to go into like the corporate culture and I start getting slammed by you know tons and tons of women that are here that are like no this is not okay you know like instead it was yeah, we started letting people in and we kept having this kind of, oh, we think we're joking and we think that this is OK. Uh, and we keep kind of imposing this culture and making people uncomfortable, but none of them can stand up to us. So they don't they never got really checked by anything. Uh, and I don't I'm not blaming all of them. I don't know that this is how it happened, but this is what it feels like, is that 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 culture never needed to mature because. In the gaming industry, it didn't for a very long time. Like, if you even look up to, like, 2010, like, even later than that, there was a lot of, I mean, even now, there are some, but, like, there, there, there is some of that still, but it's gotten so much better. Like, I look at a lot of games on the shelf now, and I'm like, a good third of them have female protagonists. You'd never saw that, like, even around 2010. Like, it was pretty darn rare, and I can attest to that. Um, but, like, Looking at this now, I'm like, this is, it's definitely systemic. Like, you saw it happen, and there's, like, they're just starting to finally catch up and be like, oh. Like, the in gaming industry as a whole is kind of like this, where they're trying to play catch up um, with the morals of, like, modern society. Of, like, you, you can't be a jerk to people, you, you know? Like, it, and it's weird. It's like this double face, right? Because on the one hand, we try and be very open and accepting uh, of all types of people now, both, like, you know gender wise um ethnicity wise like sexuality wise like it, it's it's interesting because the entertainment industry in general has had like on the one hand seems very open and accepting of a lot of different types of people but on the other hand it's as i said it's got that double face where it's not uh so like public facing a lot of times it seems very open and they're like yeah look like you know we're celebrating gay pride or whatever it is you know uh, and then on the back end, there are still a lot of 
what I would call backwards people or people that just haven't matured. And they're your seniors. They're the people that you're supposed to look up to for guidance. And sometimes they're like, yeah, I still act like, you know, a 20 something year old man in the 90s. And you're like, that's kind of gross and kind of oily. And like, you clearly don't know that this is like there. there's no divide between like. I don't know. There isn't like a professional setting for you necessarily. It's like, oh, I come to to work in this bro culture and we don't have to be professionals. It's all just fun and games and it's not anymore. So the the gaming industry is definitely still going through a reckoning. I guess I always think of it as growing up a little faster than it does sometimes because I think the on the, the big flux of people coming in are definitely washing out a lot of those kind of bro type um mentalities like and gamer culture has always been i would say fairly toxic i think it's gotten worse over the last decade with a lot of the competitive stuff but um i don't know it's it's kind of at a weird point it's like trying to i was about to like equate it to biology stuff where it's like having brackish water right where you're like you have fresh water coming in and you have ocean water that's still been stagnating for a while and it creates this brackish water that's not quite clean water and it's not quite like salty ocean water and you're kind of at an in-between so i don't know that if i had to guess how that happened with blizzard because i think it probably did happen to a lot of the other large studios as well but i think those became corporate a lot faster so the maturing happened a lot faster and differently than it did at blizzard the problem too is that i guess from the fan base perspective is that we had such a reverence for old blizzard yes Yes, we did when act you know that anytime they do anything wrong oh that's activision's influence oh that's activision's influence and i don't know I mean, Activision is named in the suit along with Blizzard because they're all one massive corporate yes. entity and there's no real way to differentiate between the two here as far as, you know, what, you know, it's, it seems most of the, the most of the allegations are against Blizzard. It's hard to tell, you know, if Activision had any role in that. But usually when you have like the parent company and the, and the, the you know, the, the acquired company or, or the, you know, the, the lesser of the merged companies, as it were, one of the things that happens is like, oh, okay, like we got to get our, our act together and, you know, we got to start cutting out, you know, what? no drinking at the office now, you know, we're only going to have, right. you know, parties at the, you know, you know, locations and, you know, we're, you know, we're going to, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, a, a lot of the, uh, corporatizing the, perhaps. Uh, well, I guess, you know, a lot, sort of the, the, the lack of rigidity around the rules, mm. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, they get codified, they need to be enforced. Yes. And, yep. you know, that's normally what happens because the parent company usually doesn't have, they don't want, they don't want to deal with this. Yeah, they know yeah, exactly. what can happen when you've got a, a loose environment and they don't want to deal with that. And the problem is that, you know, as much as th- that's not the narrative that, mm-hmm. you know, Bl- Blizzard, Blizzard's always the one in the right here. Anytime Activision would try to crack down or uh, influence any influence of Activision over Blizzard was always viewed as a bad thing. Now, I don't know. I, again, you know, as we said about this being pervasive through gaming. So I can't say like Activision would have all that like, oh, no, Activision's the gold standard that we should all, you know, try to. <laughs> you know, adhere to like, I can't, I can't speak to that, but it just, it's, it, you know, it, it seems that, that, uh, that this should have like this, this should be on its way out. This should have been on its way out. I think that's, that's the, 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 the frustrating thing is that, okay, you know what? FCIB sucks. 
you know, he, he's a ter- he's a terrible person, and he should he should have been let go from Blizzard long ago. I'm glad that he no longer works there. The problem is, it took so long for, to get him out, and and we know that there are other people that are still there. We and we don't know who they are. That it's it's hard to sit here and say like I I, I you know I, I kind of called earlier that I think I think Brack needs to step down. I think is I I think the fact that. You know, I mean, it's hard, you know, to be like, oh, well, he should, he should have, you know, got fired off Fresiali on day one or whatever. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, coming in when he did, you know, what sort of influence. I mean, obviously, he's the, the, the leader there, but it, it just feels like for all of this to have been going on, like he should have been doing more that mm-hmm. it shouldn't have gone to this. I know his statement was one of the better statements that we've seen come out from Activision and Blizzard lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel like he he needs to go. Uh, I, I, I think I'm trying to think. Like if this was going on on the WoW team, who were the leaders on the WoW team over the last ten years that we you know we should kind of be you know looking for them to be removed? Uh, I, so I was gonna say the other thing we have to be careful about is we can't just go around being like ah if you were here for a long time you need to go like. There's a couple different problems. So, like, one of them, I know, again, talking to someone that was there early on and someone that also has been for many, 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 many years talking to people that are still there and that were suffering through a lot of these things uh, is that it's not just the people that are there still, but it's the problem that they start, for lack of a better word, they start contaminating the people that are coming in, you know? So, like, the young, I'd say 25-ish something. I'm just going to pick on a poor random guy that comes in, right? And he starts seeing his superiors potentially treating someone badly. Some Another fellow he has on, we'll say, the art team, right? And they're making some maybe inappropriate comments. And he's, you know, he's brand new. He's like, well, maybe this is okay. Like, I maybe it makes him uncomfortable, but he doesn't say anything, you know? and a couple months later, he still doesn't say anything, but he's, you know, he try ch- cracks a joke at her expense to try and fit in, you know, like, and that does this person malicious or bad? Not necessarily. Like, I, I understand the like, we all want to fit in sort of deal, especially when this is somewhere you may have been trying to get to your entire life. Like, I part of me sympathizes with that. Is it wrong? Absolutely. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, even if the old guard are removed, Sometimes it takes a lot to untrain what they've come in learning already. Uh, and again, I, I don't want to say like this is what 100% happens every time. Not necessarily. And I don't know. Again, I've never worked there as much as even now I would say I want to. But after all this, like it even makes me question, right? Like I know that people have to go there still. And I hope that people that will go there will try and stand up for themselves and stand up against this sort of treatment and make it better. Cause that's really the only way it's going to fix itself is if there are people that continue to come in to try and make it better instead of just burning the whole place down. Cause then that doesn't really get us super far. Unfortunately, as much as it, it seems like the passionate and right thing to do is just to burn the whole thing down and start over. But it's uh, a, that usually makes it worse actually. Cause then all the people fleeing that ship just go somewhere else. If you're looking for a new Blizzard employee who has been uncorrupted, I think based off her statement, Fran Townsend 
um, clearly believes that Blizzard or Activision rather is is, is still very very uh, you know uh, forthright, and so you know let's let's just rely on her then. <laughs> so I haven't seen her statement, but I've seen a lot of people reacting to it. So I feel like it's probably not a good thing. It's it's you know, the, the thing is she talks about how in her tenure at uh, Activision Blizzard that she's seen nothing but uh, like the best from everyone, and she's only been there for four months. Ah. During during the pandemic, when everybody may or may not be working at home from home, I mean, she's I mean, at the executive level, so who knows how often she's going to the ah. office. But, but besides, okay. but yeah, it it it, it was uh, it, it was a very, uh, I think a bad look is putting it mildly. Oh dear, but uh, yeah, but yeah <sighs> it, it, it deserves it deserves ridicule. Um, the one nice thing uh, is that plenty of the plenty of blizzard employees have been speaking their mind on twitter mm-hmm. uh, and they've all been opening with i don't speak for my company and clearly my company doesn't speak for me yes um, yeah and and they're they're coming out and they're saying you know pl- plenty of them are sa- you know i think most of them are saying like look i you know either i i i haven't known about this or i'm not you know my experience has been different but that that said you know it that doesn't you know, that's it. I, I believe the, 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 you know, the, the victims and I, I, you know, mm-hmm. they, they're demanding change. The one thing I, I think it was, uh, I think it was Jeff Hamilton who said something that was very, um, was very, very telling. Um, he basically said like, since this has happened, like all development has stopped and obviously it should, because this yeah. needs to be addressed. Um, b- but it's like, I just, I, I guess the problem is that, we can't like, I mean, we, we can't sit here in good conscience. I mean, we, you know, I, I think if, if you listen to any podcast, if you watch any YouTube video, if you, uh, you know, anybody, you know, any streamer, um, mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, that's even, even what I said to, to Katie before when we, we started this call tonight is that, you know, like we need to talk about this because to say nothing and just go on. Cause we still have to do our third episode on the, uh, you know, fin- finish up, uh, the, uh, the, the, the fairy tales. Yeah. This, and you even pointed out, you, you're like, this is very rapidly becoming our Suramar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we, already, we already have a Suramar. We don't need a second Suramar. Right. And so, you know, and I'm like, well, we can't just, if we just came out and did a regular episode, like that would be like a tacit approval. I feel, I feel like that would be like a tacit approval of what's going on that we're like, okay, you know what? Like we, we don't feel into comment, even though, as I said, it's kind of like, we don't, we're not a news show. We don't, we're not, you know, I don't like to, you know, cross our topics. Like this should really just be talking about the story. And, you know, so like we, we, we need to talk about this here and it's just, it's so all consuming. But the thing is like, at what point do we stop talking about? It? Like, I, I, I mean, I assume we'll talk about this, you know, we, we've been going for a while here. I don't know how much longer we're going to go. Um, but, you know, our next episode, I think we'll be back to, you know, what did you think of that cinematic, you know, or, or you know, mm-hmm. you know, what did you think of that short story? Um, and, and, and that does like how, how, I guess the question is how do we move forward? Because I, I, I can't, like, it feels, it feels wrong for us to sit here and say like, Oh, you know, bad blizzard, but we're still going to sit here and kind of like act like nothing happened. Like we need to right. acknowledge, you know, until until significant change is made. And then I guess that's the other side of the question is how do we know when significant change is made? Because, again, a lot of this was going on behind the scenes. They could, 
you know, I mean, do they need to post a list of like, these are the following people who've been let go. And if, you know, and, and if senior leadership isn't on there, does that mean that we're to assume that they met whatever threshold was necessary to be like, okay, you know what? They, they really didn't know about it. They, they did, you know, or then if, if anything that they did find out, they did their best that, you know, because I, I still, I still, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I look at, again, I go back to that video and it's just the, and, and it could be, I, I don't want to be like, I don't, because I, I, even then I'm getting hesitant to start like naming names. Like, I, you know, I said earlier, I think Brack should step down. I, 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 you know, but even then, if, he, if he's the only one that steps down, like, that's not, that's not, that's that, not helping. That's not what we're looking like. So I don't know. So, like, uh, yeah, like at what point can we, I don't want to say feel better, but like at what point can we start to, it's like, okay, like corrective measures are being taken. So that's something that I think is really interesting and really important. I think. The most important thing Blizzard can do right now is not tell us how sorry they are and not try and apologize. I mean, it's important that they do apologize to the victims, but not stop there. Like, tell us what you're going to do differently. Show us how you actually mean these words. And like, for a lot of the people that have gone through horrible things, I know it caused a lot of people to quit. Like, every all the ex-people that I know that I talk to um with the exception of a handful um a lot of them have stories of i don't know at least mental abuse like you know people <sighs> making bad comments you know passively doing things that they shouldn't like whatever it is and i, I don't want to get into details because i don't want to accidentally out said individuals uh for anything at all but like the way we'll know that they're starting to make a change is when you can ask someone there and they can say that they're doing well or that it's safe or that it's better. Like we have to ask the people that have been wronged if things are getting better because they will be the ones that will know before anyone else does. Um, and some of them might still be there. Some of them might have connections to people that are still there, whatever it is. Like we're not going to, we can't just say, oh, things are getting better because we think they are. That. That isn't a good metric. We have to ask people that have been wronged if things are getting better and if they have a measurement or a metric. You know, like if their abusers are gone, they're like, I feel safe. I can talk to HR because like one of the big things a lot of people were having trouble with uh, is that a lot of the HR people were friends of the old guard. So if they went to HR, they would, you know, they'd feel threatened because HR would be like, well, you're the problem. You're the hysterical one. Like, clearly this person would not do that or whatever it is. So from Blizzard, I, I as someone that has, again, very lightly suffered compared to that of people that have suffered so much, I would just want to see a plan of action. And that's not being like, oh, we make everyone take like sexual harassment training. I'm like, that does not cover it because that does not show any consequence. Like, we have to either... If someone is still there that is a predator, they either need significant corrective behavior improvements or they get let go. And I don't want to say that you put a target on their back, but a lot of times what happens to these people is they get let go and then they get picked up somewhere else and they do even better. Like they get picked up and put in a higher paying position at a different company. Like we we have to start outing some of these people that are having bad behaviors. And if we can get them on a corrective path so they don't, you know. I don't want to like totally end these people's careers because I think there is a way to help them understand that their behaviors are wrong. At least I want to hope so because I always want to hope for the best in anyone. I always want to hope that people can change. 
even if they're horrible, oily, slimy, disgusting people that you just want to shoot out of a cannon into the sun, like part of me still feels like it's wrong to totally end their careers. Like if there isn't something we can do to try and make it to to try and help change that behavior so they understand how much harm they've done. Um but yeah, for Blizzard, we just we need to see what you're going to do because just promising the victims that it's going to be better doesn't make anything better. It doesn't fix anything. It's like, you know, it's just trying to like make them feel better. It's like they're there, they're there. It, it'll be better. And you're like, but will it? Because I don't think it will because it hasn't been better. And I know so many people that are like, I had to eventually leave because it did not get better. It got worse. Like I said something and then it got four times worse than it was when it, you know, was barely tolerable. I think that's what's going to need to happen before we can truly believe it. And the, I think the other thing that I try and remember in this situation is there's a lot of really, really good people caught in the crossfire right now. Like, I want to come out and say that, like, if you're mad at Blizzard, that's totally justified. If you want to stop playing Warcraft, that's justified. If you want to continue to play Warcraft, that's also justified. Please don't attack anyone on the WoW team right now. Like, they're... I mean, I'm sure there are bad people on the WoW team. I think that most of them are wonderful people. I know a lot of them work very hard. Like, they're all, I shouldn't say all, but I know a lot of them right now are going through a very difficult time because for some of them, they didn't know this was happening. You know, like, some people are totally blindsided by this and they probably feel incredibly guilty about it. And that, you can say it's their fault, you can say it's not. But the fact that they will be aware of it now, I think, is a big improvement, you know, and just try and I guess if I had to say anything is try and understand where someone that had no idea this was going on, try and understand that point of view, because if they're blindsided by this, this is a lot to take in for them. So not only support the victims, but also try and be understanding of other people that are just understanding this for the first time as well, because they're also having a hard time. So be nice to the people on the WoW team. There's a lot going on. I know I support the people on the WoW team. I support the victims. I support everyone coming forward. I want this to be better experience for everyone. Um, that's where I stand. I'm not going to stop playing WoW because WoW has been a huge part of my life. I love it forever. Um, I know a lot of people have suffered and I feel terrible about that. I, I truly do. I don't want it to sound like I'm brushing it off, but... Um, I just I want the people on the WoW team to know that I still support them doing what they need to do. And I want them to know that, like, I'm here for them if I can help. So. I don't know, I guess that was like my weird little plug there. I hope that doesn't like upset people in the wrong way, but um, I just know that a lot of people are going through a lot of different things. So we're all emotions are really high for everyone right now is, I think, the best thing I can say. For victims, for people that past victims, for present victims, for people just finding out for the first time, for hopefully for the abusers too, because hopefully they're getting some of their comeuppance. Uh, as terrible as that sounds, I always feel bad when I kind of like, yeah, you should get that bad karma, but you know, it's never a good thing to hurt somebody else. So I don't know. Do, do you want to hear something stupid? I want to hear something stupid. Okay, so I've been I've been too upset to log in and play WoW. I, you know, I'm too upset with Blizzard. Mm -hmm. So my comfort game that I've been going to since I'm not logging in to play WoW is Hearthstone. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the other thing, though. And that's why I know, like, a lot of the Internet's really hot right now because it's always hot when something bad happens. 
I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter what your comfort game is. If it's WoW, if it's Hearthstone, uh, like I've been enjoying the heck out of Genshin Impact. Like, it's okay. Like, the reason we all go to these games in the first place is usually comfort. It's because these things offer us a sense of comfort. And I think for a lot of the people that work on the game, it also offers them a sense of comfort, right? And it's it's hard when all of this gets shaken up because there's like, what do you do? Like my sense of comfort suddenly comes with this really nasty thing attached to it. And I don't know how to handle that. So uh, just give people a lot of space because a lot of us are processing a lot of feelings right now. I know I am. I had to like get off the internet for a solid almost 48 hours. I'm like, I just, I need some time to just oh, figure no. this all out. No, I went the complete opposite way. I was like, I need to doom scroll and click every tweet oh, yeah. and just go down <laughs> the rat. So I got Hearthstone on the one screen and Twitter on the other. And I'm oh. just, just going down it. And I'm like, okay, I need like a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's to just go along with this because this is just, uh, but it's a lot. Well, and like, it's it's been wonderful. I will say that there were a handful, a good handful of people that reached out to me, and I don't know if any of them actually happened to listen, but I want to say thank you for reaching out to me because that meant a lot to have people be like, "Are you okay right now?" And when they did, I was like, "You know, no, I'm really not okay right now." Um, but you know, it, it, it's good. Reach out to your friends, um, especially. I don't know if you know people at Blizzard, any of you, but um, gently, if you feel safe to do so, you can reach out. I would encourage you to reach out and see if they're doing okay, because this is a lot for anybody. Um, it's hard. It, it is hard. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. The one thing that I thought about, especially with respect, because, you know, uh, you know, as, as podcasters, as content creators, mm-hmm. um, the one thing that I, I kept thinking about was, you know, like, was Old Soldier. Just, mm-hmm. you know, Sorfang being disgusted with the leadership of the Horde and then going to leave and then Zakan being like, you know, like the Horde is all we have. And it's just like the WoW community is all we have. And then it's <laughs> like, well, okay, like you can't leave, you can't leave them because there are people who are kind of stuck here. Like they're, they can't, you know, Blizzard employees who are stuck there, people who mm-hmm. literally the, the WoW community is all they have. It's like, this is, you know, this is something worth fighting for. It is. And it's. You know, I guess that that's that's the question is like, what does it mean to fight for some, fight for something like, you know, like fight for something that you can't, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, even literally, it's not like you can run up and punch anybody to make this better. Like, right. Like, you know, like all our relationship to the game is so specific, you know, <laughs> like for us to be like, and, and I think that's the problem is that we've seen, you know, the last two three i don't even you know like four years like being a blizzard fan it's been one kick in the teeth after another yes and yes it has. and each time we're like oh you know they better rate the ship after you know like blitz chung and all that stuff and then they, they really didn't and so it becomes demoralizing to be like okay like clearly the company is 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 a cesspool and and things are horrible <laughs> there and not and, how, and we can't and and how do we but how do how do and we're we're completely impotent to change that, you know and and so what do we do and if ever there you know if ever there was any an instance where like change needed to be done I mean not to say that the other the other stuff wasn't warranted but you know like this is something that you know needs to be fixed it needs to be fixed yes full stop and. It's just how, like, that's the thing. It's like, how, how, how do we keep calling, how do we keep calling for change? I don't, I, I, I'm, especially as a, like, like, I, you know, like, that's the thing, like, as a lore podcast, like, what, what can we do? Like, we, we have a platform, but our platform isn't really directed at that. 
Um, right. So, you know, I, 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 I mean, I'm open to, if anybody has any ideas, I'm open to suggestions, but. Uh, I mean, is, I don't yeah. know. I think for me, the correct course of action. As much as, again, and I don't want to keep saying that, like, I come from this point of, like, impotent wisdom. Like, I know everything there is to know about suffering uh, unwanted attention at companies, but I still want to support the people there that I know care. Like, I, I obviously don't want to accidentally support anyone bad there. That's not what I want, but I know that there are a lot of people there at Blizzard, at on the Warcraft team, that are there because they care about the game. Hopefully they care and love their coworkers. They care about diversity. They care about inclusion. They care about voices. Like those are the people I want to support. And it's it's almost impossible as a third party to know who is good and who is not. Um and like to an extent I'm like, I just want to show that there is someone out there that's like, hey, I think you guys can do this still. Like I still care. I still love them for how hard they work and how much they throw themselves into this game. I want to show them that I don't I don't want them to lose heart that they can fix this because I think they can. I just I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be very difficult. Like if they choose that they need to burn the whole place down and start over again, I'm like so be it, but I just I think the worst thing they can do right now is lose heart because there is almost no turning back from that when it's like everything is so bad. We just can't do it anymore. I'm like, I want to make sure that there's enough of a voice of support so they know, okay, we we still support your change. We want you to do this. We we still care as a community. We still love you guys. We think you can do better. And that's why we're still here. And that's the stance that I want to take is I think you guys can do better. I am here for you. You got this. It's a long road ahead. But I think if anyone can do it, you guys can. Like, Blizzard. Ken in general I, I they've done a good job on the surface of being very inclusive and like it's as I said it feels very two-faced because like on the one side like I look at Overwatch I'm like look at all of these heroes that represent all different kinds of nationalities and sexualities and whatever like I shouldn't say whatever but my point is like that's a very inclusive game at least it feels like it and we're starting to see a lot more of that in the industry in general so like I know there's this big wave of people that are pushing for inclusion and diversity and voices and I I really respect that and I don't want the new wave of people to lose traction and lose heart because of this because I'm like I think we're going in the right direction we just need to push harder and sometimes that's the hardest thing to, to keep doing is to keep pushing for that change so um i think it can happen i don't know i'm like it, it's hard it's hard it's very hard <laughs> and it's hard to keep staying motivated and positive especially when you've had horrible things happen to you like sometimes all you want to do is curl up in a ball um but i don't know i i think they can still do this but i'm always the person that's like yeah they can do it so. <laughs> <laughs> no i i think optimism Optimism runs strong on this show. I'll I'll, I'll say that, and well, I, I guess I'm, I'm I I believe they can do it. It's just a matter of how will we know is really the question, and and how can we how will will we be able to believe that they've done that? Because I'm sure there will be you know plenty of corporate platitudes that they'll put out and stuff. But we'll, there always is. We'll, we'll we'll you know we'll we'll take this. Well, I guess we'll you know we'll take this one one week at a time or one. Two weeks at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, again, 
we saw stuff from Riot. We've seen things. I think EA has had issues. Like and, this isn't just a Blizzard thing. This is a whole industry right. thing. Oh, and, and I mean, I guess maybe Riot's the best example there in that like their culture was horrid and mm-hmm. it's it's improved. Like word is it's improved. And right. I mean, you know, again, there's no formal. You know, Riot hasn't put out a thing like, hey, you know, like. 58% of people say our thing is better. Like, so the things are better. Like, it's not, right. there's no formal statement, but, it, you know, like people are saying that it, it's improved. And I guess we just have to wait. I mean, when was the Riot thing? That was like two years ago, right? So it's mm-hmm. more, more than that. I don't know. So we're going to have to wait like two or three years before we can start to be like, oh, it sounds like word on the street is, but I don't know. I, this is, I mean, the, 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 it just, the one thing, the, the one thing I keep thinking about. And I, 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 the one thing I keep thinking about is that, especially with the pandemic, that everybody went to BlizzCon 2019. The next live BlizzCon, whenever it happens, is going to be so different mm. that because we've had so much time between, you know, not just the pandemic, but, you know, you've you've had people leaving for Final Fantasy 14 and whatnot. You've had people leaving over this uh, that it's just going to be so different. And, and I, I mean, and ultimately that's good in this case because we want Blizzard to be different. We, we want, you know, we want to see the change of Blizzard. That has to has to be different. But uh. I. I think the thing that a lot of people, a lot of fans struggle with is the nature of what Blizzard is. And I think Blizzard is starting to start that change, too. Because I remember I kind of talked about how the culture didn't really need to grow and mature. And Blizzard's in this weird halfway state right now where they're kind of like a teenager. Like, they're not really sure if they're that, like, fun cool like yeah we're just super relaxed you know like work culture or if they're like oh yes we need to be professionals they're somewhere in between and like i know a lot of people are like we don't want to see them go full professional because then it's like oh it doesn't feel fun anymore but then you know with the professionalism comes security it comes structure right and but they're like oh no we're kind of like that cool hip kid and you're like but you you can't it's Finding that balance, and I think the game industry in general needs to find that balance between being really fun uh, and outgoing, but not bro-like, not too clicky, but also professional. And that's like one of the things that the, the indie studios have that a lot of big studios don't, is they don't need to be super professional yet because, you know, they don't have a ton of people. So like they're, they have culture that they're cementing early on, but they don't have to worry about it because they're not big yet. Whereas Blizzard is kind of in this weird, like, how like how professional do we need to be versus how fun do we need to be and we still haven't struck the balance quite and it's not just like fun like i think they do a good job being fun but like you know the next like you're talking about the next blizzcon right like what is it gonna look like is it gonna look like almost like a corporate tie event (laughs) like what are they gonna do you know i I mean yeah it's there's just so many i mean even then what what have they learned from blizzcon line that they can you know change just the nature of the convention even but it's it's just so it's all just going to be so drastically different it's just i don't know i mean that's the thing i I guess that's the thing is like every you know every blizzcon and i I say this is somebody who's never gone to one but i I assume every blizzcon exactly right you you know you're like oh we'll, we'll see you all next year we'll all do the same thing next year and then it's going to be like three or four years between BlizzCons and there just so much will have changed. I mean, because this is stuff like these kind of changes, even if they had, ha- you know, even if, even without the pandemic, 
that you know for 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 what's been going on and you could argue that you know a lot of the staleness of the game that led to people to, to leave that that aspect of it and, and you could even argue i think um you know working from home definitely impacted mm-hmm. the 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 ability for people to uh you know interact and, and have some of these problems occur to them or not um right i mean it's it's all interrelated so it's hard to just pull one piece out of the equation and say oh you know that 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 everything would have been the same you know or what or everything would have been you know, because it's all it, it it all it's a not even Jenga. It's just all tangled together. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's just it's it's just going to be so so different that I don't know. It's just it just is. It just is. I mean, and, and we've had we've seen some some you know you know some fellow podcasters leave the community in the last three four months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that, and again, then that's the nature of change. You know, people leave, but a new podcast start up all the time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just change. <laughs> Seems like change. a very ominous way to like close. Yeah, out. right. It's I think we were optimistic change. before, but no change. I don't know, but, but change is know. with with change brings good and bad. So oh. I don't know. I think right. it's not necessarily bad. We're and I'll try and keep this as my like finishing thoughts, but. The other thing to remember is that the gaming industry, compared to other industries, is very young. So we're watching Blizzard and Activision and EA and PlayStation, sorry, Sony, I guess. Like, we're watching a lot of these companies and we're like, what does it look like to be a professional game studio? Does it, I mean, Microsoft kind of, but like, there's been professional software studios for a while, but games have always been different. They've always had a different culture. And so it's like, all eyes are on Blizzard right now, which is a lot of pressure for the current people there, for some of the past people there. Like, no matter where they are in this whole, you know, uh, court case, it's a lot to try and think about what this means going forward for them, both like from a work culture, from them as a studio, for them in development cycles. Like, there's a lot of change. Um, so again, just be very respectful of the employees and of your fellow community members. And I think in large part, we'll come out stronger on the other end. It's just going to be bumpy for a while. So do what you need to do to, uh, I don't know, kind of help yourselves do, I don't know, like either acclimate or work through this or wh- whatever you need to do, go do that. Uh, except for be mean to people. Don't do that. Never be mean to people. That's rude and nobody likes it. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> Exactly. But, so. but yeah, okay. I don't know. Changes change can be good. Took me a long time to realize that. So don't be afraid. We're all changed together. Except for those some weird, stagnant, mean people. We'll change without them. It'll be better. <laughs> well, Katie, thank you for talking to me about that. Thank you for, for talking to me, Nick. As long as we did. Yeah, uh, I was we had a lot to say apparently. <laughs> yeah. So I I think we'll 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 leave it there. Um you know, we'll be back next time with a regular episode with dumb jokes yep and and maybe maybe we'll talk about the the book maybe we won't um well if you know if grimoire ever gets here <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you know that's the other thing that's the other thing is i put out the because we were supposed to record the night this all broke mm-hmm. and so i i jumped onto twitter and the very first thing i did when i jumped onto twitter that evening because we after we had talked about that we couldn't record 
um, I put up a joke, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, like, because uh, I got about the shipping notice, because I got the shipping notice, like, you know, Grimoire has, you know, been delayed. We will let you know when it's coming. And so I put up, you know, like, you know, shipping notice, Torn and Goblin recording has been delayed. Yep. We'll let you know when it's coming. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as I tweeted that out, then I started looking. I was like, oh, oh, I should not have tweeted a joke right now. Oh, this yeah. is bad. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, that joke made me smile. So, well, that's good. That's yeah, good, it was, so. it was, I thought it was a funny joke. So yeah. we're okay. Well, I just want I just want people to know, like, we legitimately had, like, reasons we couldn't. It's not like we saw the news and we're like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're hightailing it for the evening. Like, no, I, I would have, if, if, you know, well, frankly, I think if we could have recorded, we would have talked, we would have had this discussion that night. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. I, I'm not too concerned, but I, I'm, I'm glad for any of you that are still listening. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, if you have any questions, I know this may sound weird, but if you have any questions, um, please feel free to ask me. I am an open book for anyone that has questions about the industry or what it's like, or, you know, signs you might need to look for, for coworkers, whatever it is. Uh, I'm definitely always open to talking to people. So don't feel, don't feel nervous to reach out. Or if you just want someone else, like a little bit of positivity to reach out through the void, I'm happy to do that too. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening to me rant. Thanks for coming to my Katie gets angry about the gaming industry for a whole hour talk. <laughs> the injustices. Um, uh, but anyway, it was good. It was good. And thank you, Dick, for also, you know, being open to talking about it. Even though we are a lore podcast, we will go back to talking about the lore until the next thing that I feel very upset about. <laughs> exactly. everyone out there stay safe take care of yourselves yes definitely take care of yourselves and take care of your friends too